Welcome to Fangs for the Memories, the only podcast that rhymes bulge in it with a full gin knit. <laughs> oh, man. Doesn't really rhyme, William. But anyway, Close my enough. name is Kate. <laughs> my pronouns are she, her, they, them. I live in the Hellmouth of South Philly, and I'm joined by... Uh, Leslie and my <laughs> pronouns are they them. And guess what? What? I also live in the Hellmouth of South Philly. Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, that's why we took such a long break. Uh, because I needed Leslie to join me <laughs> in South Philly because the Hellmouth is experiencing some wild wild uh, fluctuations demonic activity. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely isn't that the fucking move took a lot of me mentally and physically. So <laughs> No, it wasn't that. No, it, it was, was that it was we, demons, there were just Polgara sure. demons everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, and those weird dogs that ruined prom night. Oh yeah, the hellhounds. <laughs> Man, are there hellhounds? They're hellhounds all over Oregon everywhere. Avenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hellhounds. <laughs> um, yeah, they're. You mean Phillies fans? Oh. oh. Oh God, we can do so much Philadelphia themed humor now. I like the way you guys say bagels. That's really fun. How do we say it? You say bagels. Bagels. Bagels, like <laughs> dogs what about... don't know it's not bagels. <laughs> what about how we say home? How do you say home? Home. Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sound like, sound like fucking the lady from Shit's Creek. Like, do yeah. you know how this man expired? Mm-hmm. Go get your smokes. and you're, You left your smokes at home, hon. You left your smokes. Yeah, that's what everyone on my block sounds like. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> um. Well, so should we do, instead of a vibe check, should we just do, like, a what I did on my summer vacation Yeah, check? let's do it. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Why don't, you, why don't you start first? Um, I went to my first ever LARP. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me all yeah, about it immediately. For the, uh, for Tender Subject, the other podcast that I do about cannibalism, um, we got invited, like, paid not like they didn't pay us, but they paid for our our LARPing experience, which was so nice of them. Uh, we participated in a weekend-long LARP um, that was about Succession, the TV show, crossed with the book Tender is the Flesh. So <laughs> it was insane. Amazing. Amazing. awesome. So, like, instead of running a media company they ran a you know human meat factory (laughs) yeah so wow yeah it was nuts um i thought it was going to be a lot more like um gnarly and like texas chainsaw massacre but it was more like psychological violence like the violence that your family does to you at a um reunion (laughs) every yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i feel that yeah, but then imagine like rich people, so like everyone's sleeping with everyone else, everyone's backstabbing <laughs> everyone, people are trying to poison each other. Yeah, that's because... that's 
that's what yeah. I want to ask. Was it like a like a murder mystery, or was it a little more open ended? Did it? It's have more like open ended. A... Okay. So like I didn't know anything about LARPs at all, really, to be honest. Yeah, um, me neither. I don't know. Yeah, and so luckily they wrote my character as like a very beginner LARPy character where. Um, I was like the best friend of one of the family members and I'm okay. like her plus one at everything and I am a this is a huge stretch for me but I was a gothy um, nerdy host of a horror podcast <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so it was really hard for me um, my yeah. name was Dahlia Valencienne Ooh. Which was great. Um, Love that. It was fun being called Dahlia for a weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just weird and cool. And like one of the weirdest things is I'm a vegetarian. And like the a big part of the um, weekend was like the mechanics of the game is that like you cook for sort of like favors. So you're cooking... So that you can, if you cook a meal, you get to change a certain number of words in the will. Interesting. Um, So there was tons of meat. So like, which is fine. They made a lot of vegetarian stuff, but I had to kind of, and like, you know, in the, the world of tender is the flesh, if you're a vegetarian, you're super weird. Like, yeah, not accepted. This is not normal. Yeah. And so I had to like go like they'd be like you know and they call it head and tender is the flesh so they'd be like oh a, um young head from like you know new england <laughs> and i'm like oh thank you sure i'll have some and then i would have to do the like out of the game signal where you like right. put your fist on your forehead and i'm like i'm a vegetarian and they'd be like here you go madam and i was just like whatever so it was very silly that sounds really cool. Yeah, it was fun. I think I would like to do like a vampire LARP next. So actually, if well, anyone listens, you're in luck. <laughs> if anyone is listening, that they would like to send those. Leslie and I on a vampire LARP. Hell yeah, we would love that. I'm into it. Yeah, I want to do the <laughs> the like Last Supper, whatever those vampire of the something. I forget what it's called. But I'd like to do that. They do them in like castles in England. Oh my god! Can yeah. you imagine? That would I be can, so yeah. fucking cool. We would have so much fun. <laughs> so, I would say that was like the highlight of my summer. It was just so weird and like something I would, I never ever thought I would ever do. Right. Yeah. Like it's a once in a lifetime experience. You Maybe know? not. Oh yeah, <laughs> so far. Play, if we play our cards right, <laughs> yeah. I'm just that's the only reason why I have podcasts to angle for free larping experience. Free larping. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. So what was what was the highlight of your summer? Uh. Well, I moved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, uh. You know what? I I'm going to be buried in this fucking apartment. Because I'm yeah. never like moving anywhere ever again. Like, yeah, it's just I can't do it anymore. Um, but it was it, it went well. You know, I had a lot of friends. You know, obviously you and and your 
and your cycle helped me out a lot and i <laughs> my appreciate <cycle>. that <laughs> um shout outs to um my friend christine as well who who housed me for uh for a Yay. while while i was looking for apartments and stuff uh and yeah and then friend of the show Gigi, um host of pony party post ponies sorry yeah yeah (laughs) i like pony party too (laughs) pony party um (laughs) who helped me move my moved all the shit out of my storage unit into my apartment when i got it so big big ups to her she's amazing yeah um but yeah yeah now i'm i'm here and i'm just like i've got two i got one cheesesteak in each hand and i you know (laughs) that's what they call like philly handcuffs right yeah, you you should have a cheesesteak and a hoagie, and you have to say hoagie. And a hoagie, yeah. Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, and Leslie and I went out for karaoke, and Leslie yeah, we is did a karaoke. fucking ringer. Oh, stop. You were very, very good as well. Thank you. But no, but night. when we left the bar, there were like five people cheering Leslie's name. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> I, I obviously like didn't know who they were. So. Yeah, so we have to go back there again. And I yeah, hope yeah, that yeah. you walk in and everyone goes, Leslie! <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I actually did go back there this, this past weekend. I went on a... I went on a date with somebody. Um, I'm not talking about that. A karaoke here, date? That's I went on like... a karaoke date, yeah. Wow, um, okay. And uh, and the host was like, "Oh, great! We get to hear you sing again." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it was like that was like a calendar month ago. I can't believe you remembered me. But I mean, that you was made really an cool. impact. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, so. It was a lot of fun. And they have like, I looked in like, cause I have a I have like a dream karaoke list that mm-hmm. when I go to places, I look and I never see them. Like uh, songs that are like really bizarre, like stuff from like yeah. video game soundtracks. uh and the lady fucking had them all of them that had rules she had eye to eye the song that they play at the end of a fucking goofy movie whoa like how crazy is that that's crazy (laughs) talk about niche yeah um so yeah so i'm super that's my like that's my jam and i'm gonna be there every weekend now. yeah not not to should i dox us (laughs) (laughs) don't dox me okay I'm not doxing cool, Leslie. Yeah. Not yet, cool but we should have, we've talked about now having like live thanks for the memories things, which I think it would be fun yeah, to do like totally vampire should. karaoke or something. Yeah, that would rule. Yeah. That would be so much fun. I'm into it. <laughs> A lot of freaks here in Philly. A lot of freaks. Yeah. And well, it's spooky of, month. And it's spooky month. I am in my element Mm-hmm. I watched Me Practical too. Magic last night. Yes. Which is like, that movie's a lot weirder than I remember. <laughs> like, it's pretty crazy. I saw a tweet today that was like, girls don't want boys. They want the kitchen and Practical Magic. Yes. Which I agree. I 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The whole set design for that movie is, is phenomenal. Yeah. I want to live in that town. It's so yeah. Cute. It's so, like, cozy and mm-hmm. oh, love it. Anyway, <laughs> well, speaking of freaks and speaking of freaks, spooky stuff. Spooky it's Buffy. Freaks. It's Buffy. God damn! I, I watched these two episodes after being gone for so long, and it was like putting on just like the the like your old college sweater, mm-hmm. you know. And it still fits, and it feels just so good. 
And it's like getting a little warm hug from the inside. Oh, yeah. My first I'm... note was cemetery. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good cemetery shot. Can't. Yeah. Can't it's a great go wrong. Open. It's a great opener, the cemetery. And I just mm-hmm. was like, oh, right. I love this. <laughs> so, well, I'll read our um, our faithful wiki. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I love this episode so much. Yes, um, me too. I have so many notes. Yeah. Okay, so this is Fool for Love. In an effort to learn about Slayer's final battles, Buffy forces Spike to recount how he was able to kill two Slayers. His flashbacks reveal his first meeting with his one true love, Drusilla, and how lovers Angel and Darla joined them. Yeah, this is a, a like classic. It has it all, Buffy. It's episode. so good. Yeah. Do you know what I realized? So there are like a couple of tidbits I didn't know up until now. Um, yeah. Until I started doing some research, um, the group of four, so Angel, Darla, Drew, and Spike, they call themselves the Whirlwind. That's stupid. That's so stupid. That's real stupid. That's almost as bad as effulgent with bulge in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So let's talk about Spike, who is so good. Yeah, Spike is amazing in this episode. Incredible. This was such a good episode to, like, come back to because he just, he he just chews the scenery, you know? He's putting his whole... His whole spussy into it. <laughs> Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> His pussy. <laughs> um, yeah, he does. He's got everything. He's like, he's scary. He's sexy. He's like, and then at the end, oh my god. He's yes, like, and sweet so yeah so tender i i literally wrote i love soft spike (laughs) soft spike (laughs) well yeah i mean it's like a so it's like a different like a type of of dom (laughs) yeah soft spike (laughs) pleasure spike um no i just love so his his original character he he gets turned in the 1880s by drusilla which i don't i don't know if i remembered that either um but that's a little like weird kind of incestuousy thing going yeah. on that I wasn't like a hundred percent prepared for. Yeah, his mother and his lover. Yeah, like uh, okay. Um, but he's so meek and vulnerable and and emotional as mm-hmm. a human that it's just he, like ha- you just fall in love with him immediately. Yeah, and he has like tousled emo hair. I wrote he so he reminded he looks like two he reminded me of two things he reminded me of uh Kenneth Branagh when he plays Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry Potter mm-hmm. with like the gold hair and like the the cravat and all that shit and he also <laughs> looks like Milo Thatch from Atlantis. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know about? that. No, I don't you know never that. Never seen reference. Disney's Atlantis. Okay. No, but somebody's going to love that reference. Yeah, he's <laughs> 100% Milo with the with the glasses. He's so good. I love that he just has floppy hair, though, you know, because yeah, it's like just such a, full, a... Yeah, yeah, not gelled. It's just kind of just out there. Yeah, like he, you know, it's like everything we know of Spike is like, 
the you know Billy Idol, Sid Vicious, like yeah, this spiky hard platinum, kind of, yeah, yeah. And he is he's just so he's so soft and boyish and and almost like effeminate, you know. Yeah, and he's you know, and he gets his heart like trampled on at the beginning. Oh god. So yeah, they're at a they're at some sort of like, you know, eighteen eighties London soiree. Yeah. And somebody a salon. grabs his Yeah, a salon. <laughs> um and somebody grabs his poetry and that's when that's when you get the classic my what is it my heart's so big it's got a bulge in it yep my love for you is so effulgent (laughs) (laughs) and so apparently the nickname william the bloody predates vampire spike yeah which Um, i think is hysterical it is it was like so that's what his nickname was because he was such a bad poet he yeah he was bloody, bloody awful, awful bloody <laughs> awful poetry <laughs> bloody awful might yeah and like that's kind of cool he gets to like reclaim it and rewrite it because he's exactly. been alive for so long yes yeah. yeah and he yeah he kind of takes you know grabs the power from it back you know mm-hmm. um i loved it yeah no he's great yeah and then drew is able like you know, so this this he reads this poem. This poem is supposed to be about um, Cecily, um, who <laughs> you know he's like he's in love with her. He thinks she's wonderful, and then she's like, you know, William. It's kind of like the um, like I don't know her. <laughs> you yeah, know, she's, she's like, like I don't think of you at all. You're yeah, beneath me. It's that, it's that John Ham meme where he's like, I don't even think of you at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very important. She says, you're beneath me. Yes. And like, that's what just drives, you know, a, a metaphorical stake through his heart. Yes. Um, and then and that'll be important later. Yeah. And then he goes out and finds Drusilla or Drusilla finds him. He's like moping on a bench. Yeah. He's like crying in an alleyway. Yeah, and then she comes up and she's like, I see you. Yeah, she's... <laughs> a man surrounded by <laughs> fools who can't see his strength. Yeah, yeah. She, like, she's already, like, she's still crazy, or not crazy, but she's still, you know, touched at this point. Yeah, she... I think the backstory of Drusilla was that, like, when she was turned... She was tortured. Well, by Angel specifically. Right. Yeah, that's right. Angel, that's like, what it was. Killed Angel her whole like, killed family her whole in front family. of her. And then she fled to a convent. And then like right. as she was taking her vows, like Angel came in. I don't know how he came into a church or whatever. Well, he can get in through a window. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> but he's a vampire. And if he got into a holy place, he would like burn oh. up, you know. I, I, maybe they don't have that in the Buffy canon. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe but, somebody um, invited him in at some point point oh yeah maybe no it's <laughs> a good question but yeah so he he pops in and then murders literally everybody in the convent and then right. she just like completely loses her mind at that point yeah so, so that's when little... she like i guess like unlocks her sort of demonic like foresight or you know she can kind of like see spiritual things you know right and she sees something in spike that's glowing glistening and effulgent <laughs> and he's like yeah you know that word <laughs> you know what that word means oh i'll totally be a vampire now. yeah and she and then she makes him a vampire and then the 
the best thing is um him yelling. Like it's this yeah. incredibly dramatic <laughs> moment and then he's like, "Ow!" Like, Ow! I love no, I it. I love it. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so but- I like the I like the B plot of this uh episode 2, which is the whole uh Scooby Gang plus Riley. Oh, I hated that. I was like, really? "Oh my god, this well, is Well, okay, this there's sucks. there's one there's one uh, there's one detail that I really loved. Okay. And it's Riley is staking out the vampires uh, and everybody else is just kind of like walking normally and just chilling while he's doing his like tactical sneaks. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Anya is in heels <laughs> and she has a purse and she has this big scarf. And so whenever they're trying to sneak around... <laughs> she's like flinging her scarf back over her shoulder Amazing. and like trying to hold onto her purse and just like doing a lot of physical stuff that like obviously Anya as a character would definitely do that you know yeah yeah she would be like stupid enough to like not wear right the right shoes and like bring a purse with her oh totally and then also like just keep keep flinging her scarf around her shoulder it's incredible. I just thought it was so good. Anya's like Anya in the next one too. Anya's so so funny. Yeah, she's awesome in the next one. The, yeah, I think that the reason I feel like the Buffy and Spike like it's like one of those episodes. You know those episodes in in TV shows that are like it's like the cat and mouse episode where like yeah. two people who hate each other get together and like talk about stuff and like in the next episode they'll be fighting again but in this episode they're like they have like a little bit of a truce yeah know? like let's talk um and a lot of it is so basically like um Buffy at the beginning of the episode is like fighting this vampire that I get that it might be Joey and Ramon I'm not sure <laughs> he did have a very Ramones-esque <laughs> kind of look with the hair and the jacket yeah, yeah. and um she gets real cocky like she always does you know she's like throwing lines at him and whatever and and he stakes her with her stake yeah and just um gut literally gut punctures yeah and everyone's like who was he was he like you know the most powerful was he a demon you know and she's like no he's just a, he was just a vampire he was he just, just like, a fucking grunt like he just got me <laughs> i had a, a one millisecond that went wrong and so she gets like super wigged because she's like, you know, <laughs> any moment. That's such a Buffy word too. Just, yeah, wig. Wiggins. <laughs> I got the Wiggins. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, she realizes it's like you know she's always just like being silly in the cemetery because like she's beaten so many big, scary forces of of evil now. Yeah, that, like that one vamp is just like whatever. Yeah, it's like an afterthought. It's like not even worth thinking about or putting like a lot of effort into, you know. Right. But like if you make a false move, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that yeah, that does like, you know, shake her up. She's like, "Oh my god, I can, you know, I can go at any time, you know." Right. And like Spike tells her that like the problem she has is she's so good. That she thinks she's immortal and she's not. Like, they are. She's not. Yeah. Which is pretty scary as a Slayer to be like, oh, wait. 
I am kind of just a human, even though I have a lot of like superhuman strength. Yeah, just not immortality. Right. I also like that. So, yeah, Buffy wants to know how Spike, because Spike has killed two slayers in his like quote unquote lifetime. Right. Um, and she wants to, you know, prepare for that, you know, to learn from him and like figure out like, okay, well, uh, how did they fight? Because in <clears throat> in her mind, it's it's only about like basically the the steps, like the physical yeah. fight, mm-hmm. you know, like when, tactical moves. Yeah, when honestly, and Spike kind of you know talks about it as the episode goes on. It's it's a lot more mental and emotional. Right. I also like that Spike is just loudly explaining his backstory, and he also <laughs> shifts into his vampire face in the middle of the bronze with dozens of people around. Yeah, and they're all kind of like, hey, well, you guys are getting a little out of line. And yeah, like, like, sorry, whoa, we'll be whoa. quiet. Like, Yeah, also Spike <laughs> can drink beer and eat hot wings. Yeah, like... Like, I didn't realize, because, you know, a lot of vampire stuff is like, you can't eat food or you, like, explode or, like, yeah, you or, like, up you just, or... Yeah, you just barf it out. Yeah. Yeah, I But don't not know. Spike. <laughs> Spike can eat hot wings. um, He loves them. Yeah. (laughs) Can't Um, get enough of them. So there's this... uh, I'm going to go back to anime. There's this anime called Demon Slayer. Okay. And the original, like, quote-unquote demon, who's kind of like a vampire, but, you know, demon-y, just like a monster, he is constantly turning people into demons because he, uh, like, each one is a little bit different. Like, they have a different sort of mutation like okay. one of them can turn into you know turn their body into something or one of them can use a different type of power and he's looking specifically for someone who can be out in the sun um like Whoa. a demon who can still walk in the daytime hmm. um so that's kind of what i feel like the vampirism is in in buffy and in other pieces of media too like each one has a little bit maybe it's like plot convenient and it's like oh you know he can he he's the the chosen one who can eat spicy buffalo wings yeah but that's kind of like like the excuse that i give to like okay i can i can believe it a little bit more because each vampire is a little bit different yeah well he is the most he's always been the most interested in what humans are up to yeah that's true too and then also like not interested in following rules like the way angel is a rule follower yeah they make that very very clear in this episode yeah um we get to hear angel's incredibly bad irish accent again which is always (laughs) fun good so good oh david 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 he's like he's like we we barely got out of London, and now me and my women are hiding in a mine shaft. <laughs> me, and, me and me women. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so good. Spike, yeah, so Spike from the very beginning. I would love to see like that little shift of Spike going from. William the Bloody Awful poetry to William the Bloody. Yeah, because becoming like, you know. He gets so cocky and like he doesn't want to follow rules. And I mean, maybe it's just because he was such a quiet rule follower before. Yeah, kind of pushover. Yeah. But like his whole thing is like, you know, he doesn't follow rules. He's got like the faith thing of fighting too, where it's extremely horny. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's um. So there's so Spike kills uh one of the slayers during the Boxer Rebellion in Which China. In I also want to know how they got there. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> boat. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but like, did they hear about it? And they were just like. Let's go. It's chaos. <laughs> yeah, just here here it comes. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. Drew like foresaw it, you know, in the tea leaves or whatever. Maybe and they were like, "Okay, let's go." Oh, so I wanted to talk about the the slayer in the Boxer Rebellion in China okay. in 1900. So, her character, she doesn't have a name. She's just the slayer. I think in in the credits it's like the Chinese slayer, which is like awesome. cool, just great. wonderful. Uh, but in the there's a comic book that is uh, the this the canon status is still debated upon to this day, yeah. of course, by fucking nerds. Her name is uh, Jean Rong, R O N G. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and she was in. So in the episode, she's played by a stunt person and actor Ming Q. Okay. Uh, she is Q has like a crazy IMDb list if you ever see her. She was in Charlie's Angels. She was a stunt person for in Dragon Ball Evolution, and she was most re- recently the uh, stunt fight coordinator on Ahsoka, which is like the new Star Wars thing. Oh, hot! That's cool. And uh, we cannot play the guess the age of because I could not find any info on her birthday whatsoever. She is a vampire. <laughs> she is a vampire. <laughs> She's ageless. <laughs> And she will never die, so. Yeah. I mean, good so for her. Go. No wonder why she, she has such a great Yeah, IMDb. but I just wanted to bring her up because she, in the, like, in the tiny, you know, the kind of one little scene that she is in, she's super, super powerful. And that's all her, like, doing the stunts and shit. That's like, amazing. trained in, like, sword fighting and stuff. Like, she's crazy. Yeah, that's a, such a good fight. Like it's such the a good fight. fight. Scenes and are so much better now yeah, than they yeah, were. Yeah, definitely. Like in season one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then yeah, he so Spike drains her, and then like he's like, "Did you know Slayer Blood's a powerful aphrodisiac?" And then they, <laughs> him and Drew, like get real nasty. <laughs> yeah, he she licks Slayer Blood off of his finger. Um, like I I want to know. I I just want to know like the meta of that sometimes like how is that to film you know it yeah. must be just so intimate and you have like 40 people around you including like a fat guy holding a boom mic it's like come and, on man and Spike actually has like chocolate syrup or like yeah it's like chocolate and food coloring yeah yeah <laughs> corn syrup and food coloring (laughs) but they're so yeah and then the other so that's like the first so spike has a lesson for buffy every time which is funny yeah so that one is um a slayer must always reach for her weapon because a vampire already has his which is like really an intense lesson yeah that like you have to be you can't let down your guard for one second because vampire yeah. doesn't have to like drop. Like if you drop something, like a vampire doesn't. They're just they already are equipped. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. like they don't need anything. Yeah, and so like you know, obviously she has this Slayer has like a moment of weakness where she like drops something and he very quickly takes advantage of it and drains her. Yeah, and then he and Drew bang it out <laughs> um 
because everything yeah, while is the place like, is burning down <laughs> yeah like everything's burning down and spike and drusilla are just banging up against a wall <laughs> and like not a care in the world what a wonderful Man. time yeah what a wonderful so moment nice. that was you know Ugh. like they're not gonna die yeah they're fine they can just bang as as the world falls around them <laughs> Oh, so Drew good. can't get pregnant. You know, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so then they meet up with, um, what's her name? <laughs> the other ones, Angel and Darla. Oh, Darla, yeah. And they're like, let's get out of here. This rebellion is boring. <laughs> like, you're sitting in the middle of, of like a historical event and you're just like, eh. I'm sick of this. Yeah. Like, let's get to the next one. But like, (laughs) and then there's this shot, incredible slow motion shot of all of them walking through the chaos. Yeah. Oh, that was very cool. And Spike like jumps over like a dead person or something. Yeah, something like that. And he's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. And it's just so, it's so weird though, because it's like, what were you guys doing there? Like. Were you, just, did you go for another reason? Causing havoc, man. I just, guess. Just yeah, I guess stinkers. just havoc. Yeah, just running. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Buffy's first lesson. Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, oh, Spike, you got off on it. And he's like, of course I did. Which is which is like another parallel, because he also says like, don't you? Or like, you know, yeah. he, he intimates that like she does as well, which is also another like faith parallel. Because yes. Faith, like, absolutely got off on it and said so and did so very frequently. Like, like he he's just showing Buffy a mirror version of herself that she just, like, doesn't want to Right. And, like, see. we know that she's gotten off on it before. Like, she and Riley have, like, gone to town on each other yeah, after, exactly. a, after a kill, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think that's true. It's, like, because... Faith isn't around anymore. Spike has to be kind of one of the like reality checks for Buffy. Yeah, to like kind of show her 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 own darkness, you know. Yeah, like the Scoobies can't do that. They're not no. like dark enough yet to do that. Yeah. And that's when he says like she's getting so good at it that she thinks she's immortal. Yeah, so that that's his like kind of second lesson mm-hmm. is, you know, just be be prepared to die, you know. Um, yeah. And that's when he talks about the second slayer that he killed on a subway in 1977, which is an incredible incredible scene because it's incredible like incredible scene, incredible costumes. Yeah, it's like the black exploitation slayer. Yeah, the kind of like yeah, like downtown is it Julie Brown? Jackie Brown? Jackie, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Julie Brown was from um Julie Brown's from MTV. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) Oops. I'm the worst. Um, Yeah, and he's in his, like, fucking... He's in, like, full Sid Vicious. He's got, like, razor blades sewn into his shirt. Yeah, so good. (laughs) And she has the best... I want those pants so bad. Yes, they had, like... They were, like, laced up the sides. Oh, my God, it was incredible. Oh, man. And she is wearing the leather jacket. Yes, that so he, he takes from her. He after got he kills his her. coat from the Slayer he killed in the seventies. That's insane. 
First of all, I like that he, you know, he's not bogged down by, like, gender labels. Like, oh, this is a girl's coat. You know, so I appreciate that. Yeah, even though it probably buttons up on the wrong side. Who cares, Spike? Yeah, whatever. If it fits, if it fits, I sits. <laughs> yeah. Where, and I put it on. <laughs> I, yeah. Lessons I've learned from my cats. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then he's like, oh, she was hot. We could have danced all night. And like Buffy's like, do you think we're dancing? And he's like, that's all we've ever done, baby. <laughs> Yeah, this is when they kind of get very, like, the tension builds and builds. Man, this part really fucking, like, rips my guts out. (laughs) Because It's a lot. Yeah, so he kills the Slayer. And actually, like, well, like, the way this is filmed, too, is, like... really cool. Yeah, it's, like, no other episode of Buffy... He's like talking to Buffy while he's killing the 70s Slayer and like telling her about it. Yeah. So they're kind of blending the present day and the flashback. Yeah. So yeah, he has moments where he's like, yeah, like choking the 70s Slayer while talking to Buffy now. Right. And like basically like breaks, breaks the hard truth to Buffy that like, Basically, every Slayer has a death wish and, like, they kind of choose when it's time. Mm-hmm. And that, like, death is such a part of your life that, like, you're so comfortable with it that yeah. it's, like, a little sexy and a little, like, it makes you kind of curious. You want to know, like, what's on the other side. But you're also, like, Living this life it is so fucking intense all the time that like Yeah, and you never get a break, you know. Yeah, that like at some point some subconscious part of your brain is like I'm good. Yeah, like uh let's see what what not doing this feels like. Yeah, and that the only reason that Buffy is lasted is because she has ties to the world other than like a watcher or something like that. Yeah. Like she has friends. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, and Spike, <clears throat> Spike, note like comments on that too. You know, he's got his. You know, uh, she's got her mom. She's got her sister, um, and all the Scoobies. So like, he he knows like she's a little bit different. Yeah, but like that that death wish is still always kind of in her. That, yeah. Like, you can't really get rid of it as a slayer because it's like such an insane existence where you're just like killing and around death like so much of your life, you know, that you're just like at some point you're just going to go, "Ugh." And like she's already died a couple times. Yeah, seriously, know? like <laughs> Yeah, so she's got probably yeah, probably has more like like a taste of it than any other slayer before her yeah so yeah that part like ripped my guts out because i was just like (laughs) it was it was super cool it's so true like if you live that kind of life you know like there is a time where you're just like meh how much more of this can i do yeah i'm just really tired yeah but like you know especially now she has to take care of dawn her mom is sick, and so she. Oh does yeah, have... can we 
<laughs> Can we talk yes. about that? Yes. So she she goes home and her mom is like packing, and she's like, "Where are oh, you going?" Yeah. What? And Joyce is like, "Oh, I'm going to the hospital because they think whatever I have might be serious." And I was like, "Were you just gonna slip out of your goddamn house without telling anybody you were going to the goddamn emergency room?" Like that Joyce. was really weird to me. That she was hoping she could avoid that conversation. Yeah. I think it would have been, I think it would have made more sense and been more impactful if like the, the entire episode Joyce is like, hey, I got to tell you something. And Buffy's like, we'll talk later or something like that. And then she drops the bomb on her like this. Yeah, no, that would have been much better. It it just made no sense. Joyce was just packing her shit like she was just gonna sneak out of the house like yeah honey and like buffy wouldn't know she'd be like oh where are you going this weekend oh yeah like what we'll talk about it later crazy but so like there's a mirroring of the earliest earlier part of the episode where you know spike finishes his lessons and buffy's like you know go fuck yourself um and and (laughs) Then Spike tries to kiss her. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what it. are you doing? And then she basically says, like, you know, it would never be you, Spike. Like, you're, and then says, you're beneath me. Yeah. Um, and that, so, you know, he's been through all of this. Oh, yes. He's watching been through- him, like, sob. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and she throws a bunch of bills at him where it's just like, I, I, you accomplished a task for me. I don't need anything more from you. I don't want to be your partner. Exactly. This whole night has just been transactional. Like, you've given me what I need. Here's your, like a mob boss, like, here's your fucking money. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Spike gets like, he starts sobbing and then he's like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking kill her. And there's like that flashback to Drusilla. Oh, where yeah. she's like, you're all covered with her. I look at you and all I see is the Slayer. Yeah, and that's that's like right after they escape from the church. Mm-hmm. And so, she's yeah. run off with some sort of... Weird, wet puppet. A wet demon? <laughs> A wet deer demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who my has, God. Like, he has like the sniffles. <laughs> well, because he's like covered in maple syrup. Goo. Like. <laughs> just gooing it up goo everywhere. Demon oh, it covered was so gnarly with with antlers, antlers that were like t- like four feet above his head. That was and like dripping crazy. goo. <laughs> oh my god! I and I, he's just like Drew. What the like, fuck? Seriously, you you were like fucking all of these guys behind my back, like, and Drew's just you know, like, yeah, well. You know, you're you're occupied with the Slayer. Like, I gotta Our get rebounds my rocks are, off somehow. Yeah, rebounds are often pretty weird. Yeah, not great. <laughs> you know, I mean, not that but I yeah. would know, but I no, just, you know, never. I'm sure, I'm sure it's yeah, I'd, I'd to never other know people. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, there have been some monstrosities. Oh yeah. <laughs> have any of them been covered in goo? Uh. Before? Probably. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> antlers? Antlers? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. I can safely say no antlers. That's good. That's good. Yeah. But that part that's the so... bottom of the barrel. Yeah. 
That part was amazing, though, because it's like, yeah, I mean, Spike has been, like, he's been obsessed with killing Slayers for his whole vampire career. Yeah. But now he's kind of also obsessed with being with a Slayer. Yeah. And, like, Buffy as a person. Yeah. And, like, having a relationship with a Slayer. Yeah. Right. Like, it's not, like, a body. Well, actually, this is really interesting. Like, you know how, like, body counts are, like, both <laughs> killing and fucking? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, he's always been interested in, like, body counts. Yeah. And now he's, like, yeah, now he's, like, this Slayer is a human that I want to, like, hold. Yeah. <laughs> I want to so, yeah. comfort her. Yeah. So so Buffy learns that Joyce uh, needs to go to the hospital, and she's sitting out on her back porch, like, crying. And eight, and um uh Spike comes in with like a fucking like sawed off shotgun or some yeah. shit, and he he's like just immensely rageful, and then he sees her like sobbing and being so like broken, and something inside him just stops, you know? Yeah. And he and it like, dude, uh James Marsters like we've said it before, but like a a fucking phenomenal actor, like yeah he so good he his facial expressions like communicated exactly what he was thinking in that moment in just like like two seconds of of you know the error and then all of a sudden like oh like a little puppy it was incredible so yeah that that got me i was like oh my i'm literally like gonna cry (laughs) yeah because no it was a beautiful moment yeah and he was literally just like, what's wrong? <laughs> and yeah, Buffy's and just, like so confused because she's like, uh, why would I tell you? <laughs> like, and he just you puts can- his hand on her. Yeah, on her just back. touches. Yeah, just touches her very tenderly and just sits there. And yeah, and that's how the episode ends. It's just them kind of in like a quiet comfort. And like, I have to say, doesn't ask anything of her, unlike a certain boyfriend that she has, who we'll talk about in the next episode. (laughs) But like, Spike is just giving my own arm. Spike is just giving her what she needs with no questions. Like, she needs to sit there by herself, or, you know, needs to sit there quietly. In silence, yeah. She has nothing to say, and Spike is okay with that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> we can go into the next episode. Sure. All Let's right. do it. <laughs> All right. Our next episode called Cobra. No, it's called Shadow. <laughs> oh, man. I love this fucking snake. Oh, Lord. We'll talk <laughs> oh, about snake it. Snake puppets. Snake puppets. Um, I in, love it. In order to protect her sister Dawn, Buffy must face a horrible beast. <laughs> that has been conjured by the powerful demon Glory. She's a god to help seek out the key. <laughs> the key. <laughs> the key. Uh, I'm so glad to see Glory back, man. Oh yeah, man, I love great. Glory. Oh, she's so funny. She's so Glory and her subs. Yeah, <laughs> I love her, her subs. Fucking like minions. Oh my god, they love to be degraded. They oh, live they for wanna, it. They want her to kill, like, literally kill them. 
he like presents like, his tongue so she can rip it out. I'm just yeah. like, oh god, when will I the, get a boyfriend like that? The best bottoms that have ever existed. <laughs> are the cl- best bottoms in Sunnydale. <laughs> They're Glory's minions, <laughs> and they call her things like your magnificent smoothness, your creamy, <laughs> your <laughs> your creamy custardness, or something like that. Yeah. I- so good and like i was also <laughs> wondering if she has a like a fin dom situation or if she's just stealing yeah, like shoes i don't know because <laughs> she pays for this stuff at the magic box yeah which is fucking insane <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh my god well anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right first, first things first okay what do we want to start with uh, just one little side note. So Giles yes. puts an ad for the magic box uh, oh God, in so the phone cute. book, and an ad in the phone book like made me feel so old. I like queefed, and a pile of dust fell out. Wow! <laughs> Not any so spiders? <laughs> <laughs> no, they all moved out. Like that's how fucking oh, no. old I am. Oh Not my even God, a spider. in the yellow pages. Ugh. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. See, kids, like yellow I feel pages like- were. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who do not know what the yellow pages are. Yeah. Like, they don't know what a phone book is. So it's like, who... Uh, so, like, what are wrestlers tearing in half these days? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, Let's see. What's a really big, thick thing? The, they're tearing... They're te- <laughs> They're tearing. Uh, they're tearing copies of uh, the Mahabharata. Yeah. What about Atlas Shrugged? <laughs> yeah, they're tearing or co- Infinite Jest. They're all <laughs> tearing copies of Infinite oh, shit. Jest. No, they're apart. tearing um, Mar- uh, Proust, My Remembrance of Things oh, Past. Oh wow! Because <laughs> that's like the longest book in history. Our um, erudite um, wrestlers. <laughs> I love them. Do you know that Adam went, so like there are those wrestlers that are like the wrestlers for God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so that Adam actually saw one of those. Yeah. They came to my elementary school one time. Did you go to like a Christian elementary school? Nope. What? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Whoa. Yeah. What the fuck's going on in Florida? (laughs) It was the 90s in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just feel like they're like, yeah, that's like very fringy evangelical, but no, I guess it was, not. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they were like, they would like tear stuff in half and then tell them about, you know, the light of God. Yeah. Gave them the the, the muscles to do it. <laughs> yeah, we ha- I had this conversation with a couple friends because I think there's like a reference to them in The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, shit. <laughs> and um, Adam was like, oh, i I I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, yeah. that's real? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not as not as popular anymore. I can't imagine why. No. I mean, maybe, maybe getting popular again in certain states. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, true. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but I grew up in New England and there we have a lot of Catholics and Jews. So like I just feel like that's not that stuff isn't happening as much. Yeah, probably not. I mean, we have our own our own crosses to bear. <laughs> Literally. You know, Salem witch trials, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, look, we all got our thing. Yeah. We all yeah, got yeah. our thing. But I did not have um 
I didn't have anyone tearing the phone book apart for Jesus. Yeah, yeah you don't Sadly. know what you're missing out on. I know. I would have liked it. I mean, Catholic churches are not fun. <laughs> they're yeah, they're fun in different ways. I feel like if you like um, gold plating, then mm, you're gonna have mm-hmm. a good time. And <laughs> Saint bones. Like yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do you want to look at jawbones? Like then yeah. Catholicism is right for you. As a big freak now, I'm like <laughs> obsessed with most things Catholic. But when I was a young person going to Catholic church, I was like, man, man, this, this blows. Is some, this is a real downer <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm not having fun. I am not enjoying myself. Oh, These brother. hymns suck. <laughs> Get it's better like, material. Yeah, like the hymns all just basically have like three notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. Oh, Lord. Anyway, what anyway. in the world? <laughs> Let's talk about this snake. Okay. So I Glory, Glory uh, goes to the magic box and buys a bunch of shit from Giles. Um, none of the Scoobies know that it's her because right. only Buffy has seen her and fought her. So Giles sells her a bunch of shit and then she goes home and summons or she steals a cobra out of the zoo. By uh, smashing a window. Just and literally it out. just punching through the the case that the snake mm-hmm. is in and pulling out it's interesting because there's a real snake in the case, but she pulls out a rubber one. <laughs> 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 and doesn't even notice when she does that. <laughs> yeah, and like, oh god, it, the CGI looks so fucking silly. Yeah, they spent a lot of money already, maybe on other things. Yeah, maybe all the all the fire and and uh, practical effects from the Boxer Rebellion. <laughs> I guess because yeah, this is one of the worst. It like, feels this is like. like- early Buffy yeah like season one or two like goofy weird puppet that like oh my god when it when it's running (laughs) it's not like pumping its arms like a human would do so it's just kind of like doing like a skiing motion yeah it just looks so fucking dumb and it looks like uh because it's like a snake man uh it looks like one of those uh like Japanese yokai there's a there's a Japanese like ghost monster thing or whatever yokai called uh suchinoko okay and it, it's a snake that is wider in the middle than he is long oh so just like okay. a fat fat fucking snake <laughs> and that's what <laughs> that's what this thing reminded me of just like yeah he's very stupid. funny he does not look so scary good. at all no he looks like he and would he, give you a hug. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, he looks know, like, like he's smiling. Yeah, you know, like, there are furries. I do know that there are furries. You know, there's, so, like, furries exist, and they're, like, cute. Like, the costumes are cute. Yeah. Like, imagine that, but a, a reptile. Like a, what do they call them? Scalies. Yeah, Instead yeah, Instead of yeah. a furry, it's a scaly. <laughs> Um, yeah he's like silly he looks like a fun guy and he doesn't even serve so the point of him the reason that glory resurrected him or or conjured him to begin with is that he 
can see things that are unseen. So he can sense out the key that Gloria is looking for. Right. Um, Because she can't for some reason, even though she's a god or whatever. So he is looking for Dawn uh, or like, you know, like sniffing her out or whatever. But like it, it just felt like kind of pointless because. Yeah, it was like a very silly tacked on. Like there were lots of other things in this episode that were like kind of interesting, but like none of them involved a snake. Yeah, there was. I, I feel like. I feel like they thought, like, the thing with Buffy's mom and her, like, kind of deteriorating relationship with Riley, which I'm trying to put off talking about, but we're going to have to oh, eventually. we're going to, yeah. Um, I just wrote in my notes, I, I said, I am so over Riley with, like, 40 exclamation points. Yeah, he's <laughs> so, so over him. He sucks. Also, the, okay, the only thing I liked... I thought the snake was really funny, but also one of my favorite lines in the whole episode is, chill worm, I'm going to make you a star. (laughs) Chill worm. (laughs) Which is something that Glory said to the cobra. To the cobra before she turns him into the snake man. Chill worm. And then Buffy, the way she kills him is she chokes him with a chain, a big chain, and then punches him to death. Yeah. and, And like, so... Obviously, there's a lot of traumatic stuff happening. Buffy's mom has a brain tumor, they find out. And so she's dealing with all of that and, like, also dealing with, like, not telling Dawn immediately. So, like, I get that Buffy is going through a very traumatic time at that moment. Mm -hmm. So she's express trying to express her rage and, like, get it out of her system. But wailing on a man in a foam snake costume (laughs) just really undercuts that raw sense of like emotion for really us the does. audience like and they 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 stayed on that shot for so fucking long she's just yeah. punch 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 for like seven minutes it's it's like insane. that whole thing yeah where it's like someone has lost has lost it and like yeah like um uh when faith and buffy switch bodies yeah and then they switch yeah. back and she's like basically trying to punch herself Faith is. But yeah, but, but like it's a big it's a snake. snake. It's a big snake. It's a very He's not large as big, reptile. Not mayor big. Oh yeah, I like that they make that reference. Like not mayor big. I like that too. <laughs> so yeah, he's crazy. a snake thing. Not mayor uh, big though. <laughs> I I wonder like if you were watching this season and you didn't know who the mayor was like you didn't watch the previous episodes like that must that sentence must have made absolute fucking nonsense to you yeah you're like are the mayors here snakes do they mean m-a-r-e like is she talking about like a horse you could just say horse like (laughs) (laughs) not john mayer big not john mayer big yeah Yeah. he would have been big at this time right oh yeah i think so yeah I think he might have been like more 2003, maybe. So you're saying, okay. So, so not exactly. This is too early then. Maybe. For, for Mr. Mayor. When was John Mayer like popular? First song. What was John Mayer's first song? Is it Your Body is a Wonderland? Uh, Yeah, so that was 2002. So yeah, right around that time. That's a song that haunts me. I like when he's like, uh, I'll put my hand behind your head so you don't hit the headboard. (laughs) 
I'm like, are you fucking me that hard, John Mayer? Like, yeah, you need to slow down. He I think like, he thinks he is. You're doing it poorly if you're doing that. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read all the lyrics right now. <laughs> oh, you know the thing that I really don't like when he says, one pair of candy lips and your bubblegum tongue. That upsets me. Yeah, I don't me. like that. Yeah. I don't want my tongue to be confused with bubblegum. Bubblegum, yeah. Don't chew on me. I mean, chew on me. <laughs> but it's not bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, if you if you think there you're going to chew no on bubbles me, get bubblegum. Made. Yeah. And another thing coming, Johnny. Man, what a stupid song. <laughs> I love the shape you take when crawling towards the... Okay, that's kind of hot. When crawling towards the pillowcase. God damn it. I can't read this John. anymore. It's like when I... It's like if... Have you ever read... Oh, God. I'm going on the longest tangent Anything right to now. not talk about Riley. Like, please keep going. But you know the Dave Matthews band song, Crash? Yeah. <laughs> so... If somebody else, I, I like maintain that if someone else like wrote and sang this song, it actually would be kind of cool. Cause like, because it was right. Cause the first one, you've got your ball, you've got your chain tied to me tight, tie me up again. Who's got their claws in you, my friend? Mm. <laughs> like, okay. That's pretty good. I'm okay. I'm into this. But, like, say, who's really... What if, like, Depeche Mode did that song? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Marilyn Manson, and I was like, no, he's canceled. No, yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think... No? uh, I don't think that. I don't think that Hmm. would be good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Let me think. Who's like? Oh God. I bet David Bowie like, would be really good at it. Yeah. Or, okay. Or like Prince. What if Prince sang "Crash"? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm just saying, some of these <laughs> lyrics. Uh huh. If I didn't know who was uh, writing them, I might be into them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just, you know. It's hard to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Like, am I to believe that Dave Matthews has balls and chains? (laughs) No. And is getting tied up and tying? Yeah, I don't believe this. Uh Uh-oh. It's pound cake. Uh Uh-oh, pound cake time. Pound cake? (laughs) How did you get in here? This has been your pound cake minute. (laughs) Yeah. Pound cake, do you want to say hi? I don't think he knows. Oh, PC. What are you doing? (laughs) PC? Yeah, I call him that. I call him PC. I love it because it, it's the same syllables as just saying pound cake. Yeah. I call him PC. I call him poundy. I call him poundy, poundy butt. Poundy boy. Oh, my word. Okay. Poundy well. butt. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, God. All right. Well, hopefully he's going to behave. Pound cake, we're going to talk about Riley. You <laughs> ready? Immediately leaves he doesn't room. like Riley either. So one of my favorite things is like, Spike. Well, first of all, Spike getting caught sniffing um, Buffy sweaters. Buffy sweater <laughs> is incredible. I love it. But like you know, Buffy being like, uh, "I have a type," or oh, Buffy has a type. 
and yeah. you're not it. Like you're not dark enough. Like her type is dark and you're not that. Yeah, he's too he's he calls uh Riley white bread and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's He is fair. and he's such a wet blanket. He's like, just the worst. But like, he is dealing with like her mom potentially dying. And yeah. his his instinct is to make it about how in the loop he is. Yeah. Like he's mad that like she's not sharing, you know, her feelings or or thoughts with him. Right. And like she's not doing that with anybody. Like I guess I guess except maybe Spike cuz except Spike. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe he to some extent has a point, but like that's not your job in this moment. Your job is to be supportive and to ask what you can do and then do it and then shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like don't have this meltdown and like let a vampire like feed on you. Yeah. Because you feel like, like you're not like dark enough or like you're not connected enough to like yeah. this world, Ugh. you know? Um, but yes, it's so sad and like he's such a narcissist for like turning this thing that's happening to Buffy into like a way to prove to himself that she doesn't love him enough. Yeah, or like that he's not wanted or needed. Like Right, and she and he was needed. Like she asked him to do stuff. She asked him to like you don't ask someone that you don't trust to like watch your sister or watch like, your sister. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like he just doesn't get it. Yeah. Ugh. And at the end when like, you know, Buffy goes in to talk to her mom with Dawn and like the door closes on Riley, he he looks at that like it's the end of the world and you're like, dude, you're not family. Like, are you I a Summers you... woman? Like, get the fuck <laughs> yeah, out. Like, oh my god, he. It's just so, like, it. It's this like weird, gross, like toxic masculinity thing of like needing to be useful, mm-hmm. and like if you're not doing something, or if like Buffy is not like relying on you, like because she's, you know. Because she's, like, actually strong and independent and can, like, take fucking care of herself. Like, yeah. that threatens him in in a way. And it's just like, God, stop it. Oh, and then what is and then what does he do? What is his fucking reaction? Is to go and, like, make out with a vampire and then also kill her in the process. Yeah. Like, Which is, like, cheating. It something is. Something that Buffy has not done to him. Yeah. There's no, there is no excuse for that. And then he basically like, I mean, spoilers, but he basically turns into a fucking like vampire prostitute serial killer. Yeah, it's really weird. Which is like really fucked up. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm really not okay with that. Yeah, I'm not looking for it. His storyline gets like intensely dark to a point where I like, I sort of forgot. Yeah. And then I remembered as they were like kind of hinting to this, like him hanging out in this like he goes and hangs out in this vamp bar. Yeah, so he he hung out in this vamp bar and this vamp prostitute, I guess, or or just a lady. I don't even know. I think just a lady. Just a lady w- was like coming on to him, and he was like, "No, I have a girlfriend." You know, blah blah blah. And then he comes back and like 
sees her there and then like you know takes her back to the alley or whatever and starts making out and then stakes her and it's like that's straight up fucking predator behavior yeah like like, that's disgusting like i don't care what deeply uncomfortable i don't care if she's a vampire i don't care what she is you like took her to an alley for like to cheat on your girlfriend yeah Yeah. and then like you got like i don't know if he like intended on killing her if he was just like overcome with cheating but it's like dude that didn't make it better no yeah like because i feel like in his brain in his like fucked up brain he's like well but i killed her (laughs) yeah so it's not it's it's not cheating if she's dead it's like oh no still real bad yeah i I, I mean I, i guess like the writing of riley and like the sort of like spiring spiraling of riley like does a very good job to like show us that like the good guy is not always the good guy yeah you know there there's you know the yin yang deal there's a little bit of evil and you know even the most like bland white bread of a person is yeah and like of often really more <laughs> yeah you know? exactly i mean yeah like, like those are the scary guys exactly yeah like btk was like just a guy just like yeah. your neighbor you know yeah, yeah so was um what's his name really ted- crazy <laughs> ted danson ted danson <laughs> ted danson ted is Dances? not a serial killer everyone he's a very nice man <laughs> we are not saying that please don't take that out of context oh oh my god what is wrong with me somebody's gonna like like splice that and make it so (laughs) somebody's gonna splice that make it sound like you said that Ted, you guys, did you guys killer. know that Ted Danson was a serial killer <laughs> this whole time? No, Ted Danson, nice man, has been yeah. married to Mary Steenburgen for a very long time. Yeah, they have a wonderful life together. They do. Um, <laughs> Ted Bundy, bad. Yeah, Ted Bundy, <laughs> yeah. bad. Ted Danson, and he good, was a yeah. guy who got away with being like a white bread. Like just a boring, quote unquote, yeah. like nice, boring guy forever. Exactly. Just like Riley. Just like Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Lord. but Riley sucks. And like, there's Ugh. a part that um, you know, Don says Buffy asked Don, uh, Riley to like take care of Don, and so they're hanging out, and you know, Don's like, "You're a good guy, Riley." Like, you know, Buffy doesn't cry all the time about you every moment with angel was like the end of the world and like he takes that to me in that like their relationship isn't that like you know tortured romantic yeah like what the fuck nobody actually wants that nobody wants that <laughs> yeah he, he he like has fucking pouty face because he's like oh buffy i don't make buffy cry like what the yeah like Buffy Uh, isn't just like having a hundred orgasms and then crying (laughs) like number one Buffy didn't have Buffy only had one orgasm with Angel unfortunately and it literally turned him into a a monster so yeah so like what yeah what is your problem like that's not what people actually want but like 
I understand that Buffy probably does need someone who is like more connected to to like the, the world that world you know yeah or like understands the the possibility of darkness and like doesn't see it as a army boy thing you know yeah. like I get that but I don't think it's the reason is that like Riley isn't like mean enough or yeah, you know guess, it's like or, yeah or like yeah they don't have ups and downs they're just like steady and it's like yeah like ups and downs can be an abusive relationship yeah mostly most of the time that is what it is you know like yeah Ugh. And I feel like so many of those like ultra romantic like movie relationships that we thought were like, like so yeah oh, such a whirlwind shit. romance are like abusive relationships hundred <laughs> percent yeah yeah like and we like, realized later in life like in the as we yeah all go to like therapy um... and like take medication <laughs> we're like oh wait my a minute God. what was I watching oh I watched um. I watched You've Got Mail. Uh-huh. Uh, the Meg Ryan and yeah. Tom Hanks. And like <laughs> Meg Ryan so... and Ted Bundy. Meg Ryan and Ted Bundy. Um <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh but no, at the so at the very end, I don't I don't I don't know if I want to spoil this movie that's I like mean, thirty years I old think, or whatever. I think it's okay. But, <laughs> but at the end of the movie, Tom Hanks realizes that he's been emailing or pen palling whatever Meg Ryan this whole time. Oh, right. And then he starts fucking gaslighting her, saying like, oh, this guy sounds like a real prick. Like, you should say this, this and this to him. Gross. And like for like a good 20 minutes, they're like talking and he's like, oh, you know, he he said that oh he must be blah 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 or like maybe he's gay or whatever and it's like you're it's you you're you like it's why are you. you doing this to her like yeah i was just like you know it was so romantic in the beginning and like this sort of friend you know enemies to lovers type deal and like oh they don't know but then he do- he does this shit and i'm just like holy fuck and we all thought this was the most romantic movie of 1998 i'm just like i'm fucking losing my mind yeah. And that's how I feel about about like these kind of relationships with Buffy is like I cannot believe cuz like I I've said it on the podcast before like I was such a diehard Angel fan, Angel and Buffy relationship fan mm-hmm. for so long. And like going back and like seeing them be together just makes my skin ask my bones if it could leave. Yeah. Like, ugh, just the worst. No, it's horrible. I I you know, I think that a lot of the like grand gesture shit yeah that like we were all like fawning raised on yeah are just it's extremely dangerous and it makes you think that like that's what love like i think it makes you think that that's what you want yeah Mm -hmm. too like i just feel like that's something that or that's what's normal or that's what real love is yeah like yeah awful yeah Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Um, so I think the only other thing that I thought was really that I like, you know, no, not Cobra stuff, not Riley <laughs> stuff It that I thought was really interesting is like how powerless Buffy is in like a hospital situation. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah. And, and like they've touched on this before, like when Buffy was sick or she was having yep. like dreams or something like that. Um, like she needs something. She needs the problem to be a physical one that she can yes. interact with and effectively punch. <laughs> and yeah. so when it is not that, she is so completely out of her element. Yeah. She seemed... The other thing that like it reminded me of was um, when she goes to college. Like yeah. the first couple of episodes in college where she is like lost and small. Like the camera is always like making her look small and making yeah. her look mm-hmm. like silly. You know, that she just is like, I don't know any, you know, I don't know any of these things. Like, I don't know how to take care of any of this stuff. Like, it never occurred to me that I needed to. Yeah. Social Um, problems, emotional problems. Like, she's just totally out of her depth. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and just, like, how her first instinct is, like, magic. There must be a thing about magic. Um you know that that can fix Mm -hmm. this thing and like her friends are just like magic and medicine do not mix which i think is a really interesting like thing to think about yeah it's it's like uh it's like how in like the harry potter universe or whatever like their fucking explanation for it is like oh we just don't meddle in in that kind of stuff like we just Mm. it's not that we can't we just won't um which is bullshit um but like in this world like yeah they make it very clear that those things like using magic to meddle in something especially as something as complex as the human brain they make that very yeah they make that very clear the distinction it's just not something to fuck with like tara says like oh i've you know i've seen people like try to do these spells and they always go wrong yeah and i think that's like a really important thing to establish like in the Buffy world you know that like no matter how many things they have available to them you know like yeah spells or power and strength Mm -hmm. and research and all those things there are still things that like cannot be solved yeah um which is like one of those this is so stupid but like did you ever watch Supernatural uh, I've seen like bits and pieces and obviously I'm uh, vaguely familiar with the fandom of that show. Yeah. I say um, fandom with like a, a, a very hard sneer on my face. <laughs> well, you know, make it's that like, very clear. <laughs> it's been it, I don't know if it's still on, but it ran for like 150 years. Yeah. It's, and like yeah. one of the things that like I think got really annoying about the show that was like almost a joke was like oh they're both gonna die at the end or like they're gonna go to hell at the end but there's always a loophole right you know like there's always a way that like they are fine and like nothing really happens that's bad and like when there's no stakes anymore in anything it's just like well who cares like if if there's magic to fix everything like nothing becomes important anymore yeah there's no yeah the yeah your tension or yeah like your stakes are just completely gone you know mm-hmm. it's the same in like in like for me it's the same in like horror especially like supernatural horror like if your monster can shapeshift and go through walls and like you know do all this stuff it's like 
it's just not as scary as something that is like a real thing that has rules and sort of boundaries yeah. and and things that it can and can't do you know yeah if a monster doesn't have any um like weakness yeah then it's so it's just silly Mm because it's like okay whatever this monster can do anything and it it really doesn't matter and like you know i think they're doing a pretty good job with glory like glory is obviously extremely strong and like kicks the shit out of buffy every time yeah but it's like buffy (laughs) keeps going in alone so so far we've only seen a fight between buffy and glory yeah one 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 set of, of circumstances you know and we haven't yeah. seen the full extent of what Glory is capable of. Right. So, yeah. We don't know her rules yet, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The only other thing that I thought was really funny in in our ongoing um, what does Sunnydale actually look like um, <laughs> queries was like, oh, yeah. where does Glory live? <laughs> Yeah, they said something like, oh, she, she, you know, if it's Sunnydale, she must be living in a sewer somewhere. And she's in, like, this fucking palatial estate. With, like, like, a, a round bed? Yeah. I, I, It must be, like, a, in my mind, I was thinking, like, a swanky, like, a, a suite in a swanky hotel. Me too. Like, it must be there. I guess. But, yeah, you're like, where is that? Yeah, like, where is that? And, like, what does coming and going look like? Because the, there are all these, like, Yeah, like, she must you know, have, like, she... Craggly minions who are coming in <laughs> exactly. and out. It's like, ooh, that guy has a very bad skin condition. Yeah. I'm just not going to even look his way. Curse I hope subs. I don't have to change his bed sheets. Um, maybe they come in in hoods. Yeah, maybe. Or, or they put on, like, a glamour or something. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I could see that. But I think it's I think it's funny imagining because like she walked into Giles's magic shop to buy those items and then left, so mm-hmm. like she must have walked from the hotel to to the. Where does she have a glory car? A glory, the glory mobile, <laughs> the glory mobile. <laughs> <laughs> she she has like a a portal system. She calls them glory holes. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Did you hear the hesitation in my voice as soon as I said it? I was like, I didn't even know. I had no idea where you were going either. And I was like, yeah, portals. That makes sense. She would have portals. My brain, as I was saying the word glory, my brain was like, no, 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 emergency brain. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Wait, can I tell you something crazy? In Philly right now, actually, I don't know if it's still Uh, going on. Let's find out. As uh, I'm. Oh, the ice cream glory hole? Yeah. Is that still going on? Let's find out. There's a a glory hole in Philadelphia that is serving ice cream right now. Um, it's called Privy Privy. <laughs> um, I'm like, how do I look this up? Privy Privy ice cream, <laughs> Philadelphia. Uh, it was part of the Fringe Festival. Yeah, this so it's like why an art. We're great. It's this like is a why we're amazing. Art installation. Yeah. No, it's over. Oh, beans. Oh well. But. <laughs> But Maybe if you're in, if you're interested <laughs> in you know following the wonderful artists who created Privy Privy, um, which I think it should have just been called Ice Cream Glory Hole, but whatever. Um, it's <laughs> phillyfringe.org, and then it's go. Privy Privy. Um, Maybe they'll do another one. Yeah. Ooh, maybe like apparently a, it was a big hit, a festive themed like 
like Thanksgiving, they're just handing out st- like piles of stuff. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every season they do one. Uh, yeah, I, I love mean, that. Yeah. Like, okay, so mashed potatoes. Yeah. And then like for the winter, it's like um, uh, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. And the summer, because it's Philly, we do water ice. Water ice. Yeah. Yeah, just you yeah. know, get a bunch of Rita's. Yeah, a Rita's themed glory hole. <laughs> TM 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 copying yeah. copywriting that. I'm going to write that idea. I want a Rita's. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, write that idea down and mail it to hole. myself. So actually, I have though, copyright. Rita's isn't very good. So oh, it would no? have to be like a Johns or a Pops. Oh, uh, okay. Write in and tell us your favorite Wooder yeah. ice in Philadelphia. <laughs> There's yeah, also add one. On, add us on Twitter and tell us your favorite Wooder ice. Yeah. There's also one in South Philly called Italianos that's like in someone's home. Oh. And they just put the sign up like over their window <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that one's my favorite. They haven't been open in for a while, but. Yeah. I'm worried about like the legal ramifications of that. Like... Oh, there's. Yeah. I have a feeling it's not legal. I feel like I feel like they might be missing a permit or two. Yeah, yeah. Italiano's water ice. Water, water ice. Water ice. Yeah. There you go. Love it. John's is really good though too. They get like fresh peaches and stuff like that. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Rita's could list. never. <laughs> Rita's wishes. Yeah. Let's just have a podcast about water ice. <laughs> That'll be our next after dark. Oh, we should totally do that. Ooh, I love that. Get get a bunch of different water ices from different stores and then rate them. And we'll do and we'll do like a like a tier list, like S A B's, you know. Yeah. We did a um when I first moved to Philly I went on a cannoli tour. Oh fuck yeah. That sounds like that was really fun too. Yeah. It was very good. Okay, cool. All right. We have it. so many, yeah, so many plans. <laughs> so the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, yeah. If uh, if you don't have anything else to add, then then that will that will do it for us for this this m- rockin' comeback. Yeah. I'm so yeah, yeah. I am so Fully thrilled rockin'. to be back. Yeah. Um, Me too. We have a lot of guests. Yeah, we have. Up, I yeah, think. we've yeah. got a lot of like cool stuff in the works. Like a lot of people requested to be on for season five. So yeah, yeah. So we're bringing them back, baby. Um, in the meantime, though, you can check us out um on Patreon, where we will do uh our after dark specials, where we just kind of shoot the shit. Um, and, and review then, water and ice. Review water and ices. Um, so that's patreon.com slash fangscast uh you know what all of our socials all of our links you can check it all out if you go to fangs.zone so climb into the fang zone with us (laughs) get in the zone get in the fang zone get in our glory hole Get, get in our buffy glory hole (laughs) <laughs> and we will uh <laughs> we'll catch you next time on thanks for the memories see you suckers, suckers.